0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our series, Ideas to Action, part of MIT's digital transformation journey. As modern problems continue to increase in complexity, identifying critical needs lies at the core of solving human problems. This series will take a comprehensive look at solving complex problems, how they emerge, how to frame them, the human perspective that aids in designing solutions, and the development of an effective action plan to deploy them. Welcome to Ideas to Action.
1: So when I think about problem solving and, and why is it so relevant today, I also think about why is it different today than perhaps in the past, and I think... Well, it's actually, we're dealing with much more complex problems than ever before. It's not just a matter of finding food or finding shelter. Um, you know, how are, we de- how are we solving problems in this age of complexity?
2: I think there are many ways to approach a problem. But really what matters in complexity or not complexity, mm-hmm. it's, you have to see it from the human perspective. So today, we live in a world that is crazy busy. We have all this data, we have all this information, and we're drowning in information. Of course, to be able to solve complex problems, you have to have the information. But you have to understand maybe the context in which that information exists and lives. So today, I think more than ever, looking at the human perspective, I think is the key to where you enter a problem.
1: I guess you know when I think of uh, you know, the ever increasing uh, complexity of the world and the fact that we might be trying to solve one problem and then creating a new one right or that we're trying to create a solution that's going to solve the problem for some people but not for everybody else uh, that in itself is a is a problem so you know, it's not a necessary there's no engineering or scientific mm-hmm. answer and for for all of complexity, for all of the problems. And I think, you know, the, the the masters in the fields of you know of complexity thinking will agree to that. But we're coming from a design perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a little bit different because designing is not about getting to one answer, right? It's about getting to you know, possibly many solutions uh, uh, there's no the, the, the act of designing the actual process of designing of mining through all the data uh, or looking or and talking to the people will lead us to interesting solutions that i th- I think are going to be different than a scientific or engineering one. does that make
2: sense yeah, I think it makes sense absolutely and i think just to be, to be clear to solve today's problems, like in the past, we need everybody to work together. We need the engineers, we need the scientists, and we see the, the importance of, of this collaboration between disciplines. Yeah. So I think that's where design actually comes in because design doesn't necessarily have all the answers, but design is a collaborative process that kind of helps people come together around an objective. And the objective is to solve a problem people actually have. And um, I think one of the, the, the important things of approaching complex problem solving from this perspective is that every day we create gizmos, every day we create solutions that really are not necessarily based on what someone needs, but we are projecting that this is needed. So we unleash it onto the world. And I think you raised a really good point when you talked about like something we do will ultimately impact others. So we might be creating uh, new problems by solving problems. So that's why I think um, looking at the process backwards. So basically, you first think about what is the impact you want to have and whom do you want to serve? And you work back from, uh, backwards from there. So basically, what is the impact you want to have, and then who has that problem, and how can we work together to kind of solve that problem? And to your point, there might be multiple solutions. There might not be the one that I thought of.
1: Right. As a, uh, you know, as an architect in my, in, in my previous career, yeah, I would, we would be presented with problems. We would meet uh, a, a client, and the problem would be, well, they need a house, or they need a school, or a a new office space. So that is actually a design problem, right? We call that a problem. You know, it's, it's, it's really a, a, a challenge. And as the architect, you know, we would be the ones who would actually, uh, come up with a design, but we would do much more than that. We would actually be managing mm-hmm. the expectations and managing the, uh, the actual design process, which involved the engineers, which involved the contractors, which involved the, uh, you know, everything from the, uh, from the, the science needed to make a, uh, a building uh, stand up to the psychology of the uh, of the resident or the uh, the owner who would who would uh, be the occupant of the building itself. So it's a, it's a, it's an amazing field. I think that's what drew me into architecture, and now uh, working with working as uh, almost like an architect of of ventures or of mm-hmm. solutions. I've taken that design approach, which is based around which is focused on, of course, the uh, the people, right? It's focused on the people who are going to experience a space, and brought it over to 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 um, you know to venture building. So it's the people who are going to experience that venture or experience the solution, right? Because right. we're talking about solutions, right? Okay. Instead of a a, a gizmo, right? <laughs> Instead of a gizmo or a product or a service or a company, yeah. I really like the term solutions.
2: Yeah, I agree with you because what that word does, it it focuses on that you're actually solving something that needs solving. So one of the things that we talk a lot about is to identify a critical need, let's say, because every day products are unleashed onto this world that have no business being there, right? So um, 40% of products fail Because of that, because they are launched later to find out that there's no market need for it, really. So uh, being able to do what you just described in terms of listen, to probe, to question, to actually be there, have the context as your focal point and take directions basically from the problem. Take directions from the people who have the problem. And that is a way for us to to hopefully design not only effective solutions, Mm. but solutions that are actually needed and can potentially have a positive impact. And this is true for science. This is true for engineering. It's not that design has suddenly magically discovered anything. Design is a catalyst, you know, and design, Mm. because of its collaborative nature and its its assumption that there might be more solution than one, uh, I think that's kind of... Where the, the magic lies, and and you and I often talk about design as a bridge between design between science, technology, and the human need. Right. And at, at least that's how I view design, and that's why we do venture design.
1: The I mean the word the word design is very loaded, and there's so many different interpretations of the word design. Uh, actually, we're, we're involved in a in a in a research project that that looks into that subject exactly, and it's amazing to hear what different people. Uh, Say about about what design is, and I often say it's well. Design is the act of actually. It maybe it doesn't make sense uh, uh, grammatically, but design is the act of designing. It's the act of going through the process of of uh, framing a sol- framing a problem and uh, making this bridge. I, I was just, I was recently asked about compromising design. And when you're the designer, when you're the uh, the person creating a solution, are you compromising yourself when you let other you let the end user uh, influence what you're doing? And I said, no, <laughs> you It's not a compromise. If you're designing something, uh, you better be listening to the people who are going to be using it, mm-hmm. who you're designing for, because they're the they're, they're correct.
2: Right, because they're the ones who are going to be using (laughs) it, right? Right. But this is the difference maybe between design and art. Mm. You know, designers by nature, we are creating a solution. We're helping to create a solution to a problem, right? And taking direction from the epicenter of that, to me, is what we need to do. Mm -hmm. And I've created companies for a living, as you know, for, for quite some time, and Having the ability to, to project. And there's this is wonderful Italian word, progettare, which we recently learned, uh, really says it all. Because what designers do, or we are supposed to be doing, is to project people's needs. Mm-hmm. So it can materialize in a solution, uh, or multiple solutions. So I think the, the, taking direction from the problem we are engaging with, that is key. And, and like I keep saying, it's not about the solution, it's not about the problem even, it's about the people. Mm-hmm. And because people you can listen to, people you can ask and probe and have a conversation with. Right. But a problem, you can't ask a problem, but you can mm. ask the person who has that problem. And that's what we are all about. And that's why I think DesignX was founded in the first place is to, to, to kind of, you know, embrace that fact.
1: I think, I think figuring out what a problem is. Exactly. You don't ask a problem. <laughs> why, why are you broken? Right? <laughs> uh, when you ask the person who you know, lives with something who's broken or something that is broken mm-hmm. or, uh, or that is, uh, you know, constantly breaking, they'll give you the answer. Well, they won't give you the solution, but they'll they'll give you more of the reason why a problem exists. And the more you ask why, I find, uh, the more you get to the root of a problem. And when you get to the root of a problem, it affects your uh, your ability to design a better solution, or it allows you to create a better solution. Yeah. The um, I just recently read something about uh, uh, the need for more trees, right? So mm-hmm. that, that's great. We sh- we should have more trees. Okay, that's. Uh, but what is that solving? Right, uh, just the fact that we'd like to have more green. Well, that's one thing. Uh, trees do have several functions, of course, and they provide uh, they provide shade. Trees help clean the air. Mm-hmm. Trees are also beautiful, right? Uh, they uh, they 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 help against uh, uh, you know wind in cities. So there's a need. For trees, right? Nothing nature. You know, <laughs> I figured that out. Not 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 people. But this uh, something that I was reading was about how there's a need for trees in certain places, right? So there are many uh, parts of cities that have lots of trees and green leafy trees, at mm-hmm. least in the correct season, and they provide shade and beauty. And then there's parts of town that do not. And the problem is not that those parts of town don't have trees, the problem is what the lack of trees uh, is creating. The lack of trees is making those parts of the city hotter. The lack of trees is making those parts of the city less attractive. So all of a sudden you realize it's not the tree isn't the problem, it's what the tree does. But if you ask the people, they'll they'll explain, it's hot here. Mm -hmm. They'll say, this area is not, it's not pretty. And then you realize, okay, well, it's because there's a lack of trees, or it could be something else, right? right? So you, you take it a step down, and this is the whole design process, right?
2: Yeah, and I think it's absolutely right. And there's this understanding, I think, of the need of asking the question, why? You know, why don't we ask that more often? Right. Are we afraid of the answer? Because, you know, I frankly... Mm-hmm. Fall in love with my ideas all the time. And I'm afraid to ask, why is this needed? The, yeah. To your, your example of the trees, why are trees needed? Mm-hmm. Um, and there can be multiple reasons for it. So I think once we have an idea, having the courage to actually ask, why, why is this needed? And being able to, to write off your own um, idea is really, really important and how you go about validating an idea, I guess, is a process that is personally very, very difficult because we need to kind of put aside all our preconceived notions. We have all this data. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, science is is so important for our our lives, technology is so important for our lives, but being able to ask why do we Mm -hmm. need a solution, not just come up with the the coolest thing in town, (laughs) is, is kind of, I think, where we want to we wanna position our, you know, our approach to, to problem solving. And that's why I think design, the design process lends itself so well to that.
0: That's all for framing problems and designing solutions. In the next episode, The Human Perspective, we'll dig deeper into the human aspect of problem solving, taking a look at how taking direction from those with complex problems helps design more impactful solutions. Remember to follow or subscribe to MIT's Digital Transformation Journey podcast in your favorite podcast app.